Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2. And we are back to talk about what the hell has been going on in the world of comic book news. Now, I'm sure, like me, you've probably seen the Super Bowl, which means you've also seen the Flash trailer. And I have to be honest, yes, I do have to be honest, I haven't seen the whole thing. Because you know me, you know that I'm the type of guy that when I see one trailer, even if it's a teaser, and I remember from DC Fandom from like, what, two years ago, three years ago, when did the pandemic hit, oh my goodness, like 2020, we had that little teaser trailer of the movie, even from back then, it was in development for so long, but now we finally get the actual trailer, and I've seen only parts of it. And dare by say, I, I, I get it, I get it with the whole controversy with Ezra Miller and everything else that's been going on. I'm excited. I really am excited to see the movie. I'm excited to see Batman, Michael Keaton back as Batman. Like, let's just halt right there. Michael Keaton back as Batman. God diggity damn. 1989, literally an iconic Batman pretty much started for everyone at this point. And you have to realize and understand, be like, can he physically, can still do the damn thing? And you see the trailer, you're like, oh yeah, he can still physically do it. And then of course, in addition to that, you have Sasha Galle, Cali. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing that name, but being our Latina Supergirl. Now I have to be honest, I'm not the type of person to scream for representation. I'm not the type of person to do that. I'm not woke. Then again, I'm not part of the cancel culture either. God knows. I'm, I'm an in-betweener. I've always been a betweener my entire life. I'm an in-betweener. But I'll give credit to where credit is due. She looks badass. She looks badass in that costume, in that Supergirl costume. So there's going to be a lot of fun things about it. But let's be honest. We pretty much know how this movie is going to be. We pretty much know how this movie is going to play out. I mean, let's face it, you got, and obviously this is from the trailers, you got Barry Allen going back in time, trying to save his mom, and he meets his younger self, they fuck up time, and everything goes spewed, and everything changes from that point on forward. This is nothing new. I mean, we've seen the Flashpoint movie, we've read the comics, this really is nothing new. However, however... Some people seem to believe, and even James Gunn, the new head and co-head of, you know, DC Universe, the DCU, he's excited for the movie. Although a lot of people are calling him, calling him out on his bullshit where he's like, well, you're just saying it to promote the movie. So what? So what? I mean, can you really blame James Gunn? Can you really blame, you know, Warner? Can you really blame the DC Studios for wanting to promote this movie, knowing that it was in development for X amount of years? 
knowing that this is the one thing that they could do to try to rack in as much money as they can. It's a business. It's a business. How else can we as a society truly accept things for the way they are? But like I said, we've seen this movie. Well, we've watched the animated movie, Flashpoint. We've read the comics. We know the story. But that's not going to stop me from not wanting to see it. And I get it. I get it. Ezra Miller, one of the biggest fuck-ups that he's ever, that we've ever even gotten ever in our life, and he's the star of the show. I get it. But I wrote this on Facebook and Twitter the other day, and I said, and I have to be truly honest here, it's one of those moments where we really have to separate the art from the artist. We really do. We can't crucify a movie or a show depending on the situations. I understand this is not for everything. I understand there are a lot of exceptions or, you know, maybe I'm being biased. Maybe I'm being a hypocrite because there have been many cases where I wanted something to be taken down or I wanted something to, like, not happen and it just didn't set right with me. Case in point, Dana White's, if you've been living under a rock or if you know don't know anything about the MMA world, I'll tell you this. Dana White, UFC president, Dana White, Ultimate Fighting Championship, has been, for the past few weeks, been promoting this bullshit power slap league. And I think it's one of the dumbest things that I've ever seen in my entire life. Not only is it one of the dumbest things I've seen in my life, it's possibly the most dangerous Now, if you're sitting there and you're asking, you're listening to me, you're asking, well, what exactly is this Power Slap League? Well, let me tell you something. It's basically two people, either two men or two women, slapping the shit out of each other. Yeah. Slapping each other for money. Now, that's the kind of thing that you would probably see in maybe like a five-second or seven-second TikTok for that shock factor. You're like, oh, my God. Oh, oh. And then you just scroll on and move to the next thing. Or an Instagram reel. Or a YouTube short. Whatever the case may be. But to actually invest money and time and effort to make this into a quote-unquote sport? Dana White, like, are you really hurting for money? Or are you just that bored with MMA and UFC that you really wanted this thing to work out? And the worst thing about it is this slap league actually happened after the guy that was promoting it and actually did this entire thing slapped his wife. Yeah. The president of the UFC, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, slapped his wife. Granted, she slapped him, but he slapped her right back. Twice. The guy that slapped his wife is promoting a power slap league and has been promoting it way mu- way more than his actual business, his actual promotion, which is mixed martial arts slash UFC. Now, why am I making this analogy? Case in point, why am I making this analogy? I can understand at that time, at that moment, you would want something like this to be canceled. Now, I know I said I'm not part of the cancel culture, but I have to be honest. I don't want I don't ever want to see anything like this to show up on my feed. 
I really don't. Why? Because it's sanctioned concussions. It's sanctioned concussions. This is the type of thing that you would probably see in Russia or anywhere else in Europe. But no, but no. With his ego and his new hobby, Dana White has to do this. So getting back in point here, separating art from the artist. And I understand that, once again, and I'm going to be repeating it, Ezra Miller is possibly one of the biggest fuck-ups that we've ever had in our entire life, from cult leader to domestic abuser, kidnapper, what you know, whatever the case may be. And yet, we can't really fault the studio or anyone that has worked on this movie for God knows how long and want to quote-unquote cancel it. We can't do it, especially when we have the strong chance or we have a strong chance for this movie to potentially be good. There are some arguments to be made that this movie could be the Spider-Man's version of No Way Home, the DC's version of No Way Home. Not to mention, we kind of have to see this movie to see if one, I forgot his name, but the guy, the main guy from the Flash TV show. We want to see if this guy, this main actor, is actually going to replace Ezra Miller completely. I believe his name is Grant Gustin. Don't call me on that if i mistaken it in any way, shape, or form. But we want to see if he's going to take over the mantle of the Flash. I wouldn't be mad at it. Get rid of Ezra Miller completely. And for those people that are looking at the news and are thinking or saying, you know, reading that the Warner Brothers executives want to keep Ezra Miller, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. I think they're just talking shit. Honestly. James Gunn didn't say anything about the matter, and if he did, I didn't hear about it. Right now, his main focus is on Chapter 1, Gods and Monsters, within the DC Universe. And the only way for us to continue to go forward is for the reboot of DC to even happen. And the only way for this reboot to be successful is if the movie of The Flash actually becomes successful. Hopefully. Maybe. And I'm not saying this just for him. I don't back him up in any way, shape, or form. Like, I don't I don't give a fuck about him. But I do care about the other actors that have been that have been a part of it. I do care about the stunt directors and the coordinators and the writers and the director himself. I care about everybody else that has had a hand in that movie. So come June 16th, put your bias aside for Ezra Miller. Just just put that aside. And just go and watch the movie. I understand my girlfriend, and she even told me this, she refuses to watch it. Or at least, for now, refuse to give them money. I get it. I get it. To each their own. And she'll probably be fast-forwarding it when it goes on HBO Max. I completely understand. But for me, I would rather see a movie like that on the big screen. The same way I'm going to see a movie coming this Thursday night, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Oh yeah, 
We're going to make that transition right here. And no, no sound bites, no transition music. That I, I feel like I have to have some breaking news or, or some explosion or something like that. But no, we're just going to keep on going. We're going to keep on keeping on. So before I continue on, I do want to say that the movie is coming out June 16th. I'm not going to watch any more trailers. I've already spoiled somewhat of myself with half of it. We already know the story. It is what it is. And like I said, separate the art from the artist. And it's going to, most likely it's going to sell anyway. So you might as well go and watch it. You might as well go and watch it. But now here we are with Ant-Man 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. And this movie is coming out this Friday, Thursday nights for some, and a lot of people have already seen it pre-screening. And the verdicts are in. Some people are giving it a 7 out of 10, a 6 out of 10, an 8 out of 10, whatever their score is. I'm still going to watch it. I mean, let's face it, we've gone in way too deep now. It is the start of Phase 5 this year, and Ant-Man 3. Ant-Man, I wouldn't say is one of my favorite superheroes, but there's something about Paul Rudd that just makes him very likable and very relatable in some way. And this being the third movie, someone major is going to die. Whether it's him, whether it's Hope, whether it's, you know... Michael Douglas's character, Hank Pym, someone is going to die. I can't wait to see the emergence of Kang the Conqueror, like the Kang the Conqueror, not what we've gotten from Loki season one. No, Kang the Conqueror himself in this movie. And a lot of people keep on saying that he's a bigger threat, he's even a worse threat than Thanos. Now, I have to be honest, I don't know too much about Kang completely, but if what they say is true, then it has to be watched. And it has to be something that we have to be looking forward to because if he's going to start fucking shit up, we got to be there to see it. So at this moment, I will say that when the movie comes out, I'll be able to watch it. And I'll give my review, most likely spoiler-free, because there's going to be a lot of people that don't want to be spoiled as of yet. I completely understand. And that'll be coming next week. So for now, if you are going to see it, please do yourselves a favor. Do each other a favor. Don't be disruptive. Obviously, silence your phones. And just have a good time. Have a good time. Because I know I'll try my best to have a good time, and we'll see what happens. That's all I got to say about that. That's all we have for today on Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for, you know, supporting me. I am launching my secondary podcast. It's more of a business perspective. It's more of business-like. It's a voiceover podcast towards the ending of this week. Hopefully the beginning of next because I'm going to be traveling for a little bit. And I can't wait to see what you guys think. And... Hopefully, it'll be something that I can truly do to not only communicate with people, but to figure out their stories and figure out their journeys. So, stay tuned for that. And as always, when it comes to movies, TV shows, games, news, or whatever the case may be, if you read about it and you hear about it, 
I then talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Stay safe. Till next time. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.